baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It is 821. This is Total Information AM. I'm Megan Lynch along with Scott Jagow. And we've got Michael Kelly and John Hancock in studio with us getting ready to take us through the rest of the morning. Good morning. Morning. I want to ask you both about something that's probably a little unusual that you might not normally get asked about. It's about this story that's going through the Missouri legislature. And it interests me because since I was a pup and worked in the Illinois legislature as a reporter, you always heard about unfunded mandates. That was always what everybody was screaming about. And yep. what I'm talking about is this legislation that governs EV charging stations in the county that was passed that, you know, new businesses have to put these in in unincorporated areas of the county. Well, now it's reached the Missouri legislature where there's a bill that would keep local governments from doing that. Um, Representative Peter Meredith is not in favor of this bill that would ban them statewide saying, you know, businesses... Um, have to follow other permits, other zoning requirements. So I'm just curious what each of you think about this. Yeah, I'm conflicted. I remember when this came up at the county council, um, you know, the idea of having access to electric charging stations makes sense. I mean, that's the way the world is going. That's where we're going to be. But we also needed gasoline. We didn't allow them to put gasoline tanks in the midst of parks, which is part of uh, what what would happen under this. Um, and it also could be quite onerous on some businesses because uh, say you're a cleaners and you're going to do a remodel of 50% of your facility, that means that you would have to go and spend all this money, which could be millions of dollars, of putting these charging stations in. Uh, I think the idea behind the law was good. I think the actual implementation of it is problematic and, and clearly and it could be an unfunded mandate. Yeah, I don't like it. You know, government <clears throat> requiring these businesses to – expend money that they, you know, may not have and may not have any desire to. It's, uh, I think it's an, an overreach of government and I hope the bill passes. Should it be something though that's handled at the state level or should it, should it have been something that was fought harder at the county level? Well, so much of the Republican rhetoric, at least for most of my life, was all about local control of government. Uh, and that seems to no longer be the case. They want uh, the big foot of government involved in every aspect of our lives now. So I, I personally am one of those people who, who relies on local control of government. Um, and if that's what the people of St. Louis County want to implement, then let them do it and let the businesses have a backlash there. Well, the problem, of course, is that uh, most people would be fine with making businesses cough up money. Uh, it's not how you grow an economy. It's not how you become attractive for people to do business. And if you're putting up another roadblock when we've already got a crime problem on our hands, uh, I th- I see this as a proper limitation of the reach of government. And, you know, the market will eventually provide the charging stations we need. And if, I, if I've got a business and the majority of my employees are driving electric cars, yeah, I'll probably put some charging stations in there. Uh, but the, for the government to mandate it, I think is just wrong. Well, yesterday the president held the press conference about the balloons or balloon, non-balloons. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was kind of an odd press conference. What did you guys read from that? 
I mean, because he didn't really say anything we didn't already know, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't quite understand what all's going on here. Um, the worry I have is that they know more than they're letting on, of course, and that's always a concern. But it's equally plausible that it's really nothing. So if it is really nothing, I wish they'd tell us that. Yeah, and that's what it sounds like. I mean, there really wasn't much communication about the original balloon, the one that was the size of, what, three school buses that we know to be from China. Uh, he didn't spend much time about that. He spent a lot of time saying the other three probably were privately owned, etc. cetera. Uh, I'm with John. I want to know more, and, and why not tell us more? They're flying around shooting stuff down out there. That's uh, yeah. I, I guess, guess it's it, good practice for the military. It also is problematic to me if companies and individuals are flying these balloons over parts of our country and there's no regulation, there's no laws that, that require them to get permits, et cetera, that's problematic. They're going to shoot Jules Verne out of the sky one of these days <laughs> if they're not careful. I mean, it's, it's kind of strange that all we've been talking about are these flying objects that now all of a sudden the uh, military finds, but we haven't heard that any you know time before this, so it's kind of weird. Well, I don't think they were looking for them before the, the Chinese balloon wafted across America, and now they're you know, they're detecting them. Yeah, and the other thing that's encouraging to me is uh, it's re- requiring an update in all of our radars and software so that it's not that, – so that they can track this type of stuff. It's kind of scary that they hadn't done that before. Yeah. How much of the president directing this news conference do you think boils down to trying to get a relationship again with China? Because they didn't answer the hotline. When this first happened, there have been no really direct talks um, with China over this balloon. So how much of this do you think was an attempt to say, let's let's talk about this? Uh, probably uh, some. I mean, look, China is no doubt our, our adversary in the world. They also are the the other big superpower that exists in the world. We have to have some communication with them. We had that with the Russians throughout the Cold War. Um, and the fact that there's no communication right now is problematic, you know, and it's not just our military that we have to be concerned about. Uh, you know, every corporation, nearly every device that we're talking on right now has some component that was made in China. Um, and so we have to have some type of relationship with China, and it can't be this cold non-communication process that we've got right now. And not to mention the fact that they own so big a portion of our national debt. And this is a country that has designs on Taiwan. And if there's no dialogue taking place, Anthony Blinken, the secretary of state, canceled his bilateral mission to China in, in wake of the balloon. Uh, it's it's concerning. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 